This is Superfood Sundays, a plant-based podcast with Chef Lynette. They were like, definitely not. You need to eat meat. Like, you need it to grow. You need it protein, you know, etc. And so initially I got a lot of pushback, but I won them over, especially my mom, who ended up going vegetarian and vegan, just by, I mean, first of all, they loved me, but I feel like just by showing them that I can still eat all of these other foods and I'll be fine. And there are other foods that are all these great foods that are vegetarian and vegan and I'll be okay. And then kind of introduce those to them as well. I think people don't always know when they, you know, when someone's like, I'm vegan, they're like, oh my gosh, you can't eat anything. You're going to starve. And it's like, no, there's a lot of foods you can eat. And it's just showing people that. And there will be those people who never, you know, are on board with it. But I find even with my friends now who aren't vegan, they're super supportive. And even if we like go out to eat or something or they'll, t- they'll text me, you know, I ate an impossible burger or I ate falafel today or I ate a salad, you know, they get excited about it. So even if they're not fully vegan, I feel like they've come around and, and now they know this is my lifestyle and I'm not changing. And so I think just showing people in a gentle way that it's not as difficult and as crazy as people people think. Yeah, totally, totally, totally agree. Can we talk a little bit about the growth and what kind of gave you this decision to say, hey, L.A. might not be enough? I mean, L.A. is really easy. I think obviously it's a great market to start off in California. It's one of the wellness capitals of the world. But, you know, what kind of really kicked in to you this decision where it was like, okay, we've got to spread out? Yeah, it was sort of gradual. And we so we had the Los Angeles account and then People would start DMing us, you know, I love the LA page, but I live in X city. Can you have a Veg Out Chicago? And actually the person who runs the Veg Out Chicago page, she was one of those people. And she was like on me. She was like, you need to start a Veg Out Chicago. You need to start, you know, people are like passionate about it. And I was like, okay, well, if you help me, I'll start a Veg Out Chicago. So she helped me start that branch. So it kind of was an organic thing. I didn't set out to, I need to expand in all of these cities. It was people who came to me and were excited about what I was doing and wanted to bring it to their city. And they were really a huge part of the expansion. And then as far as the print magazine and the online publication, because with social media, we divide by city. And then with the print magazine and the website, it's just nationwide. And then you can sort by city on the website. But with that, the decision to go nationwide was we we grew pretty rapidly in Los Angeles. And so that showed me that there was such a demand. And if I knew if there was a demand here. Yes, Los Angeles is kind of the epicenter of veganism in the U.S. But I knew that it was also gaining popularity in other cities across America. And so I knew that it would be successful. The same model would be successful there as well. So we started the print magazine like two and a half years ago and it was an LA print magazine then we launched a New York print magazine so we had two and it just became too overwhelming to have two teams working on two different publications and it was just it was just a lot to put out four issues a year of with two cities and then I just didn't see how that was going to be sustainable if we tried to do a print magazine for each city and so I just thought you know our distribution we could reach a lot more people if we just combined forces did one print magazine and it could be sold across the country. So our distribution originally was just in California for print. And now it's in almost every state across the U.S. And I I just feel like there's such a need to not only bring plant-based resources to 
big cities, but also to those college towns and those smaller cities where people, like my hometown, uh, where people might be vegetarian, might be vegan, might be interested, but don't know where to start. So that was really the motivation behind that. Wow. Wow. Really interesting. Oh, okay. Well, obviously I did my research, so I'm kind of teeing up your next response, but how much business background do you have and how has that played into the decisions that you've had? Yes. So I didn't go to business school or anything. I went to undergrad at Michigan State for creative advertising. So my idea when I went to get my degree is I was going to go work in an ad agency, kind of like Mad Men, if you've seen that show, come up with all these big campaigns nationwide. And that was kind of my dream at the time. But I also had this, this fire inside me to do something for a cause. And so when I graduated, I moved back home for a year and did AmeriCorps working in an elementary school with kids. And so I was doing essentially social work. And then after that, I moved out to LA. I always wanted to live in California. And I just knew there might be more opportunity for the advertising field out here. And then I started taking these classes. It was just kind of like a boot camp at an ad agency. And I was doing campaigns for all of these, just test campaigns for all of these big brands. And I just felt kind of conflicting. You know, it's like I'm promoting some of these big brands that aren't even vegan or aren't even ethical, or I don't know if, you know, I can agree with this morally. And so I started applying for jobs. I really like worked my way up. I moved to Los Angeles pretty much with nothing, not knowing anyone. And I worked I went from a sushi restaurant to a hotel front desk person to uh, a staffing firm to an accounting firm. And that was my last full-time job before leaving to do that job full-time. And at the accounting firm, I was doing marketing. So I, I, my professional experience, the, the majority of it is in marketing, advertising. And at the, at the accounting firm, it was, it was a great company to work for. It was a nine to five and we had a lot of nonprofit clients, so I enjoyed the work, but I just knew that I needed to do something else. But that experience at the accounting firm really, and all my experiences actually professionally, really helped me build my company because I, I learned about digital marketing and I learned about just business in general. I feel like having that corporate experience was a huge part of the success of, of Veg Out. Mm, it's like you organically grew and you took all of the experience that you had and, and just really put it into place. Uh, let's talk about the web. What's going on with your site, app? How are you just really transferring all of this to the web? We launched a new website and it's super mobile friendly. We do have plans to eventually down the road launch a new app with some additional features. But for now, just vegoutmag.com and that, that'll get you a super mobile friendly um, website, which is the same you'll see on the de desktop, but it's just scaled down nicely. So you can use it on the go. And then we hope to add some exciting features and then launch an app later on. It's interesting that you said it's mobile friendly, because I would have to say that Veg Out is the most mobile friendly food related app that I've ever encountered. And I think a lot of it is because you could just keep scrolling and scrolling. And I think that that's really cool the way the website is laid out. You guys are getting sponsorships, making money, brand collaborations, but they're very thoughtfully and tastefully integrated. 
Like, I don't feel like as I scroll, there's this big screaming in your face to buy something or something that's clearly just paid content. So I definitely wanted to give you your props on that. When it comes to creative, are you very hands-on with it or are you just kind of handing it over to the team? Yeah, so I'm definitely still very hands-on as a founder. I have a writing team and then I have the creative team, like you said, of designers and photographers. And we've we've grown quite a bit. So so now I have a few people in design, a few writers and salespeople as well. I would say I'm definitely more creative and enjoy the creative side, but conceptually. So I so I definitely am not the one to put together the visuals for the magazine or take the photos or any of that. So I let them do their thing and and create that vision, which I have the most amazing team in the world. And they're, I mean, just the print magazine. Like you said, I that that's one thing that I knew I wanted was the photos will speak to people even more than the words will. And we live in a world of social media and scrolling. And if, if we could just, you know, catch someone's eyes with really great looking food that happens to be plant-based, that I think that's a key in winning people over I and mean, getting them to try vegan food. So I'm definitely involved in all aspects of the company, but I, I let the designers, you know, run with it. I let the writers run with it. I, I really, my, my primary, in addition to all the business stuff, I, I'm kind of the, the curator. So I, I am very intentional about the content we publish. And as you mentioned, the advertisers, um, we think about our readers first, so we don't ever want to just publish something to get money. And, you know, it's, it's caused maybe slower growth than I've wanted, but I feel like that is so important when curating a magazine in a community and you just have that responsibility to the people who follow you and to the people who read your magazine. And we just want to put out the best content we can. Yeah, Absolutely. So you touched a bit on funding and growth and things like that. How has that been for you as a first time founder? I know that it's a bit of a road to travel when it comes to all this stuff. And yeah, how has that worked out for you as you've grown the business? Yeah, if I'm being totally honest, it's such a struggle. And maybe that's because, you know, my strengths lie on, more on the creative side. And, and this is also my first business. So I never came into the company intending it started as a project. So Veg Out is actually older than people think it is because it started really as um, a passion project and it was an Instagram and then it grew to like a small blog. But it's been around for around six years is when I really started it. But it didn't turn into a business until maybe three years ago. And so we didn't make money for the first three, four years. And that's something I feel like people don't realize because they see and, and realize in any company that you follow or a fan of or a customer of is you see someone's success, but you don't necessarily see behind the curtains and being self-funded. So I, I chose to be self-funded. I'm the you know full owner. I didn't want to take on investors that might change in the future, but I just knew I wanted to grow something that was impactful and do it organically, mindfully. And I didn't want to just pour a bunch of money into something. And from a brand perspective, we've been very successful. I definitely think there's there's room to grow on the the funding and the finance side. Um, I mean, we're, we're we're doing we're doing well, but it's not 
as a first time founder, it's not, I'm still learning about it. It is not something that I'm well equipped with. And I think that's, that's something every, there's not really one way to do it. If you're starting a company, some people have chose to take on investing from the beginning. Some people choose to have a co-founder. Some people choose to just bootstrap. So there's really not one way, but I just, I just thought, you know, by working with brand partners, we can, we can continue to be sustainable until the next, the next marker. And then, you know, maybe I'll think about taking on investors or think about doing something to, to really skyrocket our growth. Yeah, it's all about the milestones. And I think people think that investing or getting investors is the ultimate win, but it's really like, no, now you just owe more people money than yourself. <laughs> exactly. And then with investors too, usually they have a say in your company. And so, you know, you might not always agree with them. So for me, it, it maybe it's my trust issues, but I feel like you really have to have that perfect partnership with someone and really trust the people that you're letting invest in your company because they're they're not it's not just like here's some money it's like okay they're they're a stakeholder now yeah absolutely so on the opposite end of the spectrum you know i see veg out as a way to also invest in the plant-based community in the brands giving them a platform is there any type of like rhyme or reason or curation strategy for you spotlighting certain brands or certain types of events or things like that or is it just like look we've got to get as much information out here yeah the method is really you know we think about what's buzzworthy what is something people are interested in and that they would share with their friends either vegan or non um i think about it from a consumer's perspective from a reader's perspective what are my favorite articles when I go to other websites, what are things I like to read, things I like to post about. And so that's really where we draw our inspiration and how we, we don't post everything. So there are, you know, there are media sites, there are competitors of our, ours who will just post everything, but we, we, we post very intentionally and we won't cover every single piece of news or, you know, interviews as what well. we do interviews as well. We do lifestyle and beauty roundups and different things so it is there is a method to it it's not like a scientific method but it's, it's more of like psychological you know what are people interested in what's going to add value to them and something ultimately that they might share with with a non-vegan friend so you just use the word buzzworthy let's dive into that for those that are just hopping into the plant-based diet it's always good to get them started with buzzworthy things right so I was wondering right now in Maggie's world and veg out world, what's buzzing? Is it certain brands, certain type of food, certain type of preparation? Yeah. So right now, and, and I'll preface this by saying, I feel like there are really two sides. So there's the, the health side and then there's just the mainstream vegan side, which is what we cover. We don't necessarily cover all of the, like, sometimes we do, but like the superfoods and all of that type of stuff, we tend to cover like, you know, big restaurants and local restaurants but it's it's typically what when we we do some of both but what always wins people over is the burgers and the pizza and the nachos and the stuff that they remember eating when they were not vegan and lately i feel like every single company has been coming out with a vegan chicken nugget but yeah it's a lot of that that store-bought food frozen food fast food junk food that really that really hooks people and then i feel like that that's kind of maybe a transition. And then once they transition, they can start thinking about maybe their health more and maybe not, but, but 
those those are the things I remember we we've tried to post some like healthier items on our Instagram accounts before and they never really get much engagement and then we'll post like a big juicy vegan burger and it just like people go wild so I would definitely say those those items that people remember from their past oh yeah for sure for sure so with that said how do you kind of weave in how do I say a media responsibility like obviously you're going to post the juicy burgers but do you feel the responsibility to find a way or at least kind of integrate the much more healthier things into the brand because I feel like it's something that people think that they can eat these burgers 24 7 just because they're vegan and then they don't meet their goals and they feel some kind of way so I'm just wondering how you all position yourselves and just balance all that stuff out yeah and we we do cover we do cover it all and especially in print we go more into you know some of the health and wellness topics as well as the website but for instagram it's you know it's really those those like eye-catching photos but our brand has always been from the beginning for non-vegans so of course a huge portion of our following are vegan but my reason for starting the company was to in hopes to get my family in the midwest to try you know maybe a vegan burger and that might flip a switch in their head and they might think, oh, I can do this. And so I just knew those were the people I really wanted to focus on and to target. And that's what we're here for. And maybe in the future, I'll start another brand that focuses, you know, more on health and wellness and and dives into like, you know, more healthy eating and greens and veggies. But for now, I feel like this is what the world needs is not necessarily to get people eating burgers every single day, but to get people thinking about, okay, I can eat something. I can, I can swap out my regular burger for a vegan burger when I go out to eat and that can save an animal that can, you know, be better for the environment that can be better for me, et cetera. And it just shifts people's mindset from just the standard American diet. So we're kind of the middleman between the standard American diet and the, whole foods plant-based vegan (laughs) yeah so when you say maybe in the future you might branch off into something else are there plans or thoughts to branch off into maybe a packaged goods or anything because you've become such a curator and you're building this knowledge that you're not even really actively working on to where you've seen it all so are there any thoughts of actually making a food or veg out la curated something restaurant pop-up food truck what yeah, it's interesting you asked that. I used to actually have like a veg out subscription box years ago and it was not the right time to do it. It was cool, but it, we were just losing money on it. But something like that, you know, we might bring back down the road to kind of let people sample some of the products from the brands we work with. As far as, you know, consumer goods or a restaurant, maybe in the future if I had the right partner, but it's definitely not something I'd want to do alone. I, I work with these brands and these restaurants and I see how hard it is. And yes, growing my company definitely is not easy either. I feel like it takes a certain person and I, I have so much respect for restaurant owners and for people who have products at the store, like food products at the store. I think it's really cool and I, I want to support that. But I feel like where I really shine and my strengths are in marketing and advertising and media. And so if I do start another brand in the future, it will probably be something um, along those lines in the media space or in even like maybe an ethical ad agency or something like that versus versus like a physical product. And then 
I also just have such a passion for, you know, healthy eating with kids. And I've always wanted to do something with schools and because I worked in an elementary school and I saw, saw how horrible it is there with the food. Um, and so that's definitely a passion of mine that I want to play out in the future and maybe even get into policy or something like that. But I don't know if it'll, you know, I don't know if I'll start more businesses or if it'll more just be like projects that I work on. We'll see, but there's definitely more, more ideas brewing in my head. Yes, yes. Keep it brewing like kombucha. <laughs> I love to ask those type of questions about the future because I'm a huge, huge proponent of just you know, vocally manifesting, putting those things out. And it's one of those things where you say a couple offhand things and lo and behold, in a couple of months, a couple of quarters, a couple of years, we'll see something to where, oh, wow, that was just offhand comment. And it turns into something really incredible. Um, with that being said, one of my questions always is just, what are those things that you can kind of attest to as far as, you know, manifesting, putting it out there? What's your woo-woo? That's what I'm asking, basically. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this whole journey has been, you know, just manifestation. And it's weird because I never I never set out to start a company and I never. I never said, you know, this is what I want to do. I mean, OK, I, I did when I was a kid. I actually was like, I want to I was really into magazines and I got all of the fashion magazines. And I was like, I would love to work for a magazine when I'm older. But I thought it was going to be like Vogue in New York or in wherever. So there was that as a kid that experience but since starting veg out and since working on veg out my my mom is actually very spiritual and and psychic and so she's she's always like like this is what the universe wants you to do this is what we need you for like you need to be open to that and I was always like resisting you know my corporate corporate self I was like no 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 and then the more I just listen to my intuition and make decisions based on my intuition versus based off of numbers or analytics or those things are definitely important. But tapping more into my intuition has been so vital to the success of the company, which I feel like me six years ago, 10 years ago, I was not open to that at all. And I would just make decisions based off of facts. And now I really, really, if I can't, if I have a tough decision to make, I sit with it, I think about it, and then it always comes to me. And I, in my gut, I know what the right decision is for every little thing to every big thing. I think that's so important for people to do. And it's not talked about enough because people are like, well, you can't just make a decision, a big life decision based off of nothing. I mean, you really know inside of yourself what to do when, when you have those tough moments. Learn more at superfoodschool.org.